Hey everybody, this podcast is brought to you by Vintage Chairs. You ever have your butt on something and wish it was older? That's where Vintage Chairs come in. Go to Instagram handle at Naomi Sells Chairs to buy yourself a piece of history to put your butt on. On. Welcome to Down by the River. My name is Terrence Hartnett. As usual, um, thank you very much for tuning in. We are still in the throes of our epic, epic Chicago period. Um, I really liked being back in Chicago. I have a lot of people there who it's easy to talk to. Um, but I wanted to kind of talk to people who had something else going on besides stand-up comedy. And uh, Naomi sure has that. She's a very funny stand-up. I knew her. Um, doing open mics and she does this great show called Just Us Gals or Jug that she did with uh, Claire Austin Smith and my friend Rima Parikh Um, and she's very funny but in the pandemic she has uh, taken to what she calls an apocalypse job of buying and selling vintage chairs Um, and there's some (laughs) I mean you might be surprised but there's some pretty amazing stories uh, that she's gotten into in her adventures selling chairs on instagram that's really her instagram's handle naomi sells chairs and uh it's kind of popping off it's an interesting prospect for making money (laughs) and uh i mean yeah sure buy buy something she delivers in the chicago area um so we had a lot of (laughs) we had a lot of good conversations we both talk very fast i discovered we're both um kind of the distractible adhd uh kind of brain um i think we addressed that but this is one of those ones it kind of reminds me of the john gasper episode where we get a lot of talking in (laughs) in uh in the hour or less that we were on pod we get a lot of conversation uh packed into a short amount of time so if you want to throw on the half speed um you know i wouldn't shame you for that um you know, if you're listening and you've been enjoying, I really appreciate people who have been rating and reviewing this podcast. So if you have a question for me or if you want to do me a personal favor, you throw that in a review. And, uh, you know, I'll thank you personally on the podcast. You know, there's been some heroes that I've already acknowledged. You know, you know, your Mike Zars, your Harris Altermans, your Noah Rocklands, you know, these people who have risen to the occasion, Tim Myers. Um, I, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the first female, uh, podcast Raider position, that's still wide open. So you can go ahead and be that queen. Yas queen. Uh, so go right ahead. Uh, our female identifying listeners, uh, make your voices heard in the, in the ratings. You can be the Kamala Harris of rating my podcast. Um, this is the first new podcast of the Joe Biden era as well, uh, is, if anybody cares. If there's a historian coming through the podcast records um, uh, doing a historical study of comedy interview podcasts. Um, we've also become, we're, we've cracked the top 115 comedy interview podcasts in Ireland. So thank you to our Irish listeners, um, which I assume is Michael Rice and there's other other people who are out there um so thanks again for listening i'm still right now i'm in austin and i'm moving moving on uh soon enough um uh, but soon the podcast will catch up to my physical location uh, i swung through st louis <coughs> and memphis so the, those episodes are going to come out next week and i'm looking forward to sharing those uh st louis and memphis conversations with you listeners uh but for now thanks for tuning in i love you enjoy this conversation with naomi and take it away steve down 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 by the river where do you like take a shower (laughs) great question that is, <laughs> You're like I was hoping you, you have stumbled guess. upon the question. <laughs> I mean, like uh, more or less, you redefine what a shower even is. I you know? would never try to define shower. For you. <laughs> <laughs> I would never be so right. Bold. Like there's 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 times where I'm like, well, for me, you know, for me, this was a shower. That this was is a like shower. a spiritual cleansing. A spiritual, yeah. Any like, cleansing experience is a shower. And if you. <laughs> And if you attempt to define that for me, that's have, violence. I have some pledge and like a sponge, if you, <laughs> <laughs> like gl- oh, glossy. Because I have, yeah, I, I don't want to be like too splotchy or uh, yeah, I'd be getting dim, and I want to be polish myself <laughs> yeah. up. And just You're be shiny, shiny but rancid. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god, Kate's snowing. Just... And disinfected. Yeah, good. Snow... That's a shower. Snow counts as a shower. a shower. In many in many communities, that's a shower. Yeah, and people don't want to hear. Yeah, but uh, there's great. There's a lot of great body wipe options. You know. Do you want um, to? Do you need to take a shower? No, no. Do you want I was to just take a ga- I, was sta- I was staying at Gasper's this morning. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> do you need anything like like any like? No. Okay, we'll talk after if you need no, anything yeah. that's like from a home. I don't. <laughs> Do you need like a can opener? This is all a ruse where I I'm just uh, going door to door bagging. To give you yeah, no, come on. This is so elaborate. I just talked about church for thirty <laughs> minutes, so you could borrow. Mm-hmm, like, yes. <laughs> can I have a dollar sixty? Yeah. That would be a funny bit. You hit me up tomorrow for dollar sixty. I know. I unfortunately I'm not funny. I could tell when I was telling you that story. You're going. This is a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, that's not, yeah not bad. you're going. That's actually so brilliant. <laughs> What did I think about that? That's a king. <laughs> All right, so we're in your. Okay, we are in your. This is a garage that you rent. You rent half of the garage. Half of the garage. And the other half is occupied by an Alfa Romeo. The guy's got an Alfa Romeo. I don't know how much do those cost. I I'm, I'm not in the I'm not in the market for one, so yeah. I haven't. <laughs> I've recently priced out Alfa Romeos. A couple more chairs that I'll be. Looking yeah, my you're Alfa. almost there, honey. I mean, I don't want to out this guy, but I think what the situation is that. Um, he has a girl. I'm just going to say he has a, a girlfriend Kay. who lives in this neighborhood who he rents the space so he could come see her on the weekends. He rents Actually, this I don't know why I'm out. That's not, there's nothing, there's nothing like yeah. solicit. It's not illegal so, to have a girlfriend. Yeah, so, solicitous about I mean, that. If he's married, that'd be a different thing. Well, I don't I just, that's what I don't know. There you go. And we don't. Right, but I actually like him a lot. He, hey, good. Alfa Romeo next to like a heap of garbage, and he never complains. He's always nice. That is nice. Yeah. So what you're talking about is like yeah. you have all your chairs. You probably have 20, 25 chairs in the space next mm-hmm. to the thing and a table. I'm probably to work more up. because I've got let's see eight. I would say there are probably thirty here. Not, wow. not to not to Hell yeah. like flex too hard. Because you probably <laughs> have well, you probably have to, you probably have an idea of how many you can keep and you can keep you can store because you're buying and selling. You you, you don't want to buy too many before you sell. That's true. I mean, I would say cash flow is the biggest issue that I run into, and that it's directly related to what you just said. Like, you don't want to invest too much. You don't have too much stock, like from like a physical space standpoint, yeah. and you don't want to have too much invested from the outset, or uh, you f- might find that you can't pay your rent. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> it's like you know, no, nobody cares that you have a seven hundred dollar filing cabinet, which I do in this garage. Don't right. come rob me. But you can't pay rent uh, with a seven hundred dollar. Yeah, like cabinet. it doesn't impress anybody. You can't write like a like like I owe you. I have a seven hundred dollar filing <laughs> cabinet. That money's coming. As soon as I find someone idiotic enough. I'm to rich rent. in filing. My portfolio is heavily invested in cabinet right now. Yeah, it's just non liquid assets. That's the problem. <laughs> it's They're non liquid. They're solid as hell. They're all chairs. They're yeah. chair assets. <laughs> <laughs> It's all chairs. So uh, all the way down. This is was this a pen? You called this. You called this chair endeavor. You called it an apocalypse it's job. An apocalypse job. Yeah. Because this was this is the this is a pandemic move. Yeah, pandemic move. When did it start? So like I would say back in May, like April May of last well last 2020, year. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Bro, whoa. Crow is what I just said. Wow. This <laughs> is a 2020, 2021 slang. Crow. <laughs> Crow. April, May of 2020. I was um I was so sick of being inside my apartment as most of us were. And so I um started like redoing my space, just like spending I had all the time in the world. All <laughs> like I mean I was still own, working. You're redoing your own space, just redecorating yeah, your apartment. Yeah, like I was just redecorating my apartment. And I was like on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and um I use an app called Offer Up a lot. And um, I was like buying vintage furniture to replace mine with, but I kept finding stuff that I'd like like more than what I had just bought. Yep. So I was like, fuck, I got to sell this now. And I got to the point where I was like, I have a studio apartment that's not to brag, but like a little big. <laughs> it's a little big studio apartment. So I was able to, I had like 10 chairs that were extra just in my studio. And okay. I'm like, this is weird. Naomi, figure this out. What's going on? But so you weren't like, intending to sell them at that point. You go, well, I like these better and then just have some extra Yeah, chairs. and then I just ended up with a ton of chairs. So I was like, I should make a little Instagram to sell to my friends. Um, on in- so you made a separate Instagram account? Yeah, so like not my personal one, but yeah. I made one that was just like Naomi sells chairs. It's a dumb name. It's literally... I promised near zero thought into it. Uh, I just want my friends to understand what was happening is it when they at went there. Naomi sells chairs. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I remember this. I remember seeing this and like in passing, and then until someone told me about this business that you you had that was working. Oops. Sorry. I assumed uh, it was a joke. I assumed like it was like sort of an elaborate. Kind of is. Bit. Kind of isn't. I mean, okay, it's like a couple of things because, um, 
I via like spending all this time on like these apps where you could like buy you know other people's used furniture I found that like there are a lot of pieces that people like seem to be selling some stuff far below what other people are selling it for okay if it were like packaged slightly differently like it seems like people who knew the designer's name knew like you know some of the pedigree of the piece were able to sell the same you know an item that might be twenty dollars on a listing that just says chair for like 200 yeah if it was like marcel brewer cheska chair you know whatever right a name in a year exactly hundred dollars and so it kind of occurred to me i feel like i'm giving way too many industry secrets away and everybody's gonna try and do this but it works it's it's a replicable model if you need quick cash listen by all means please go do it yeah you know there are always gonna be people selling shit yeah um but right i don't think you're exposing <laughs> the model of uh what i did was i bought for cheap and i sold it yeah, yeah 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 that's my secret <laughs> exactly. little, i figured that out that's that was my me. <laughs> that's me <laughs> that's actually something i arrived at on my own that's the naomi model exactly yeah. exactly so yeah I, I mean i um i just noticed that like with furniture in particular it seems like it's this weird um kind of it's positioned uniquely in the marketplace so to speak because it's worth a lot of money to a few people and worth nothing to most people. Yes. So to me, it's, furniture is worth nothing because I get it for free from the alley. It, well, exactly. I mean, furniture is also unlike, say, baseball cards, which are also worth a lot of money to some people, worth no money to most people. Like you're, they're the kind of thing that you come in. Like furniture, a lot of the times you'll have and you don't know where it came from. Either you inherited it yeah. from somebody, or you found it in an alley, or right. it was in your apartment when you. Like it's from an alley or an uncle is what I get. Alley or an uncle. There you go. You could sum it up perfect. Yeah. I'm sorry, this keeps happening. I'm furniture no business. If only there's some way to uh, to make it not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Can I, I help just, you? You get it? I got it. Thank you. <laughs> I was just reading that, like, someone on Reddit, it was like unpopular opinion. People who don't put their phone on silence are the worst people <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm like, true. I yeah. I mean, depending so. on the context, I'm like, I'm furious at them. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah. That's me. Not you right now, but that's you right now. But Listen, hey, hey, when there's a furniture emergency, I got to be ready. I'm not, I'm not trying to sleep on <laughs> important furniture business so you did you make when you made the instagram account were you like this is going to be kind of what i'm doing for work no i think it was a lot it was largely motivated by this is going to sound so bad cut this out but it was during um there were a lot of protests going on it was like the george yeah. floyd protests right that summer yeah um yeah, and I uh, felt like this is not a I, this. I'm not saying one way or another how I felt about the. I mean, obviously, I'm anti-police brutality. Believe me, I don't think yeah, right. I can't make that clear. That's enough. not controversial. Yeah, yeah, it's not controversial. But I, um, I felt you know because we are also alienated. I mean, we were four months into the pandemic. Like we are, we had really been isolated. I felt like social media was our only lifeline to connect to other people. Yeah. And I saw a lot of rhetoric online that was like you know anyone posting about anything other than the protest is taking up space that yeah, yeah so uh you know i'm not saying i'm a this is a good thing i did i'm petty and i'm small and i wanted attention and online i wanted to connect to my friends online and i felt complicated about everything that was going on so i wanted a reason to be able to just kind of make jokes and and like so under sort of like the auspice of selling stuff okay so, so it is kind of joke it's kind of a joke okay but it's also it ended up being like it worked out okay so <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm curious about yeah like okay I, is it okay i hope if you want to cancel me like just do it the intent <laughs> i'm fucking horny for me just come get me just get no, me just kidding. okay give me a job at barstool sports please <laughs> <laughs> the um no i want to hear so like like uh did you intend it? Do you tend you you tend it for to be funny, or were you like, it was it both? I'm gonna make some money and make jokes. Yeah, I want. Well, I mean, like, as a jokester, I mean, I was gonna make jokes. You're gonna make, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good that's a good point. Is that like it wasn't like for the intention of comedy, but it, it, it's a thing that you're doing, so it ends up being a comedic. A little endeavor. silly, exactly. Yeah, and like earlier on, silly. Yeah. yeah, like I would find like chairs in an alley or something. I'd post. I don't do this as much anymore because I get shy now that I have. Oh, huge number, one thousand followers. Okay, that's kind Where's of a my lot. Sponsorship. That's like a person. Like a, that's like a popular person. It's, bit, it's bigger followers. than my personal account. Is it which really? I find 
and my comedy account <laughs> and the Chug comedy. It's like 400. <laughs> <laughs> Chug, what are you doing? But this is a, yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense because it's like a thing that people, it's, it's like a, it's a place, it's things people need as opposed to like a comedy show's Instagram. No offense. I run a comedy show Instagram as well. No one needs Nobody, to follow that. There's no point. Like, there's why? no point. It's just so I could see photos of a show I wasn't at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I only care if I'm in the photo. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that you too? Uh, I, thought it was I just think that's me. everyone on earth. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, I think our parents care if we're in the photo. Yeah, My mom true. loves a photo of me. Me too. Me too. My mom loves a photo of <laughs> they, you. They can't yeah. get enough of that shit. Yeah. All right. So when did you start making money? Like, did you start taking it more seriously when you started taking, when you started making some money in it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a... Th- I mean, I okay. I'm coming from the nonprofit world, so I'm literally so used to making like dirt, <laughs> dirt, yeah. dirt, and comedy. So it's like I twenty dollars is like okay. I worked a week. This right. is a big, yeah. big, big paycheck week. for big me. Week for big me. week for me. Yeah, twenty bucks. <laughs> you know, I have like two drink tickets. Huge week. Huge week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was like, I realized that I could um, like pretty easily make what I was making at my full-time nonprofit job in a fraction of the nice. time. Nice. Nice. I don't know if that is like a a testament to selling chairs or just like an indictment of the nonprofit right. world. Right. Exactly. But yeah. Probably That's somewhere so in between. great. So you're like this is like actually like you're living now. And at what point did I'm on unemployment. Let yeah. me be clear. That's good. That's good. <laughs> But this is a supplemental. This is a, enough supplement so you can actually like live and buy things that you want. And like, yeah, like unemployment is essentially like you get your rent paid. I could totally I mean? pay my rent um, doing it, which is amazing. I mean, it feels. I feel like I'm becoming a libertarian. Because, okay, let me explain. All right, Karen's like cuts off the podcast. <laughs> no, I got to hear. I got to hear. You this. walk away with one of my chairs. <laughs> tell me. Tell Storm. me. Tell me. No, it's okay. I'm not. Uh, I don't agree with li- libertarians. I think their philosophy is muddled. But um, it is cool to just be like. Okay, great. Now I could always have some money if I need it. Like yeah. now that I see that there's a way to extract money from the earth, <laughs> aka Craigslist, Craigslist, <laughs> aka like unsuspecting people. But what do you mean people libertarian? It's not like there's like a. It's not like, is there a bunch of taxes and oh, government oh, interaction? Oh, oh, let's not talk about the tax situation. <laughs> well, let's not talk about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you don't even sell that chairs. That is very libertarian to me. Yeah. It's okay, like, right. Yeah, who's talking about selling chairs? Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> that's libertarian. To me, is you're like, is you're like, well, if I make a certain amount of money selling these chairs then i'm gonna get taxed like more well right. i guess i just meant it and this is not a great smart use of the word libertarian but i meant that like i see the satisfaction in feeling like completely unreliant on like these systems yeah well because you're, you're an yeah. entrepreneur now you're like a small business yeah, i'm owner. a business man okay yeah right. you're, you're not it. a businessman <laughs> i'm a businessman um but yeah, entrepreneur. That's like funny. You like that's the entrepreneurs tend to have that sort of uh, like uh, disdain for. Yeah, I, the maybe government. better to say, to say I feel like I get the Ted Kaczynski thing now. Yeah, <laughs> everything he did grid. makes sense. Yeah, he was hot. Also hot. Look, look him off up. The, he was yeah, super hot. Whatever. I've, I, I, I think that his manifesto makes sense. His manifesto makes sense. Not hot. <laughs> Not hot. He wasn't hot. I'll say he's smart. I mean, like I don't know. I think you must have seen a bad picture. Serial killers get. You looked such at his tagged photos. Yeah, <laughs> tagged photos. <laughs> No, no. Serial, kill- serial killers get uh, like so many points bumped up from what they actually are. Like Ted Bundy is oh, a five. Oh, Bundy was a five. Five. What? If yeah. Bundy's a five, then Kaczynski's Bundy a three. Greasy. No, Kaczynski had the vision though. Bundy was just like a okay, so lecherous. This, and this is also loser. the problem is that women uh, aren't as visual as men in terms We're of. We're like, visual sexual. spatial. Visual, spatial, <laughs> yeah, intellectual, yeah. You like Ted Bundy for his personality. Yeah, so. for the liminal space I mean, between uh, whatever. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't actually like Ted Bundy for the record. Okay. okay. You're, she's a I'm more of a Gein gal. Guy. I'm one of Gein's gals. <laughs> Who's Gein? He's the guy who made a belt out of vaginas. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Look him up. Last podcast on Left episode about. Oh uh, no, thank you. Are you allowed to shout out a podcast? On Absolutely. A podcast? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Stuff you should know. Love that. That's one, one of the most. <laughs> that's one of the most uh, successful podcasts there is. It is funny. Left. I love those guys. Yeah. They have a funny. Dynamic. All right, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was plenty. That was plenty. Hey, it's like talking podcast about- idea. Talking about other podcasts <laughs> yeah. and saying we love them. <laughs> pod on pod. <laughs> yeah. Pod wrap up of the week. Yeah. We're podding. Uh, you know, you've lost me. Okay, so how much money have you made so far total? Okay, personal. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Uh, no, no. How Put it this, this way: fat, fat stacks of cash. Pretty good. Okay. Or like medium. And it's cash. <laughs> it's kidding. cash, right? 
it's, I mean, okay, I don't listen, government. You FBI, don't have to make stop them listening. Yeah. What? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. This is what they do. They te- this is, they come after the little people. Okay, now I'm full libertarian. Fully libertarian. <laughs> Small business. But you know what I mean? It's like these fucking Jeff Bezos hasn't paid tax in ten years, and I'm sit- I'm out here making two dollars a week. No, that's a legitimate small. You're like a small business owner now. That's how they talk. I know. So this is why the, when the presidents are uh, campaigning, they should come interview me because like the business owner, they're trying to win. Like the for real. Like the uh, like. Whatever. Okay, you guys can wait for it. Come interview me. I'm ready. She's yeah. Talk to her. <laughs> Pritzker, yeah, governor Pritzker. of Illinois. <laughs> JB Pritzker. Yeah, it's a, your official sort of. Uh, uh, I don't know. What about the accounting? <sighs> That's the part that really fucks. Me. Talk to me. I can't count. <laughs> I don't have a mind for numbers and. Um, Maybe that just maybe that's a euphemism for not having a very strong mind to check. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> I just like literally, I'm so bad at like logistics and it's um, left brain. You're left brain as opposed to right brain. I, yeah, I think. You, right. I'm left handed, so if there's a so dot to you're way there. left brain then, yeah. So I mean, I can't like I um yeah I I'm I know that it's working because I could continue paying my rent. I know, but okay, right. <laughs> But tail. that's my question is, what are you using to do your accounting? Do you oh, have a thing? I use like a, like a, 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 a very primitive spreadsheet. <laughs> but you are kind of like winging it. I'm winging it a little bit. Have you learned anything? Have you progressed in the in any um, of the businessy sort of side of this? Well, I've learned to um, keep track of what I'm doing. <laughs> how, how do you mean? Like I've learned to like see how much I'm spending versus how much I'm making over how what period of time and kind of be able to gauge the you know efficacy of this operation. Okay. But um, yeah, yeah, even that was not intuitive to me, you guys. I'm very like I have such a bad memory and like kind of just spacey, so I'm very like not I'm not a planner. <laughs> So yeah, what this is you, like? Uh, is this like just my privilege? Like, yeah, I don't really have to plan around money. You're so self-conscious. <laughs> Every time but you it's say, it's awkward to talk about money. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's awkward. true. I asked you how much you make. Yeah, yeah. I know, but like, uh, what if what? Uh, oh, there's my neighbor. What would you do differently? Like going back, like what? Uh, like, uh, what would you do differently? Like, what advice would you give yourself at the at the start of this? What have you learned that you could like? You know, if you had to go back in time to March. I'd be like, Naomi, tables. Tables. Tables is what you really? want. I'm not just kidding. <laughs> I hate tables. I fucking hate dealing with tables. I get, you know, four legs short, good. Four legs tall, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> For tables? I'm talking about tables versus chairs. Tables versus chairs. Four legs short, good. Four legs tall. Get the fuck. Get the fuck out of my face. No, I don't. I only do chairs because uh, they're like portable size. Like they're yeah. easy to move around. Yeah. Actually, chair, there are a lot of reasons to deal in chairs specifically if you want to do furniture, but that's one of them. What are all the other reasons? <laughs> all of them? You got yeah, time? Sure. <laughs> no, I mean, chairs, Um, like a lot of big architects uh, uh, over the 20th century, you know, mid-20th century architects such as like Mies van der Rohe, who's done like a ton of buildings in um, The Loop. You know, we're in Chicago. <laughs> did you the say Loop? that in the podcast at any point? Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, architects are, are, are in like in the mid-century period. A lot of the time, would like have a few pieces of furniture that they had done as well, even though their primary focus was buildings, as sort of like their business card, so to speak. So, cool. like, if they wanted to quickly flex their sort of like ar- architectural ingenuity, they could like build a fucking dope chair, like the Bruno chairs behind me, with this you know out really elegant cantilever base and yeah. just look weightless and impossible. Actually, this isn't even the most uh, impressive Mies van der Rohe chair. I, there's another cantilever, the MR dining Mies chair. Mies van der Rohe I've heard of. That's how, like, a really, He's really a big deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you live in Chicago, and there's a ton of buildings downtown. Um, actually, uh, when they filmed The Dark Knight in Chicago, um, I don't, I literally have not, I don't know anything about um, superheroes, but what was, what's like the, like the fucking police chief name, but he wasn't the police chief, yeah, but yeah. he lived in this big black building. That was supposed to be just sort of this big, brutal building. Like, okay, whatever. That was a Mies van der Rohe building. Lieutenant Gordon. The, Lieutenant Gordon's office is in a Mies van der Rohe building. Nice. Um, so that's to With give you With a cantilever. 
right? <laughs> you is have it, to cantilever it, building. No, but isn't, isn't there a cantilever on the, like, the lobby? Or is I that a different think, building? I mean, I think the lobby actually has the Barcelona chairs, okay. <laughs> which are blue. Like, Not blue, the chairs. Like, no, the, the actual yeah, building has cantilevered. Like, it, uh, I think it okay. might, yeah. Uh, there's one in downtown that's kind of cantilevered. I think that they sounds, used That sounds like it would be a thing. And the word of the day is cantilever. <laughs> yeah, it, it might be cantilever. Boy, I've been I love him so much. Uh, I just cantilever. <laughs> he you know? just, I cantilever. 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 <laughs> I can't believe her how much I love cantilevers. But yeah, I mean, that's why chairs, I think, are like particularly interesting from the, the mid 20th century because people are really trying to flex their their design capability vis-a-vis chairs okay. specifically because they were portable and they could do so much with them in you know okay you know yeah. relatively with a high high space and material economy because so. it's kind of like okay so like i'm i make buildings i, I don't usually go as low yeah, as you the chair apartment. level no this is the yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> are you co- are you you're uh i'm being the architect okay, so you're, i'm you're like i'm a successful architect i'm trying to get my name out there i make buildings uh, but, but want to see what i could do with a fucking but, chair but with a chair yeah <laughs> yeah you see what i do with this fucking chair i'm <laughs> gonna do me? that to a building do that to a building <laughs> that's what he sounded like how about that the guy was austrian make a whole building up the chair yeah i think i've said like a hundred facts that are not i know true in oh, this, yeah. whole hey. <laughs> this whole recording. i would love if someone will listen closely enough to snopes. check your facts we got yeah. like oh if we got some snopes me. action oh my god i hope you get snoped how do you work for snopes like where do you get the truth you have to go out and like look for it <laughs> where do your, you your, find? Your, your own eyes <laughs> i don't know it's like it's almost like if i was working for snopes i'd be like well i just want to maybe i'll just check snopes oh no no <laughs> <laughs> you're fired is that true i think oh, i'll look on snopes you can't look like, on snopes. what is the most final like is it an academic journal because they don't like always have the most current info on everything i think uh yeah it'd be <laughs> a farmer's almanac uh first person for primary evidence first person accounts you know like um uh you know like notes logs notes from meetings stuff like that and then i mean captain's logs even like they don't use newspaper <laughs> captain's logs star date <laughs> Honestly, I think we're asking some good questions. It's important. It's super important. <laughs> Look what chairs inspire. The Jesus con- they Christ. start the conversation. Okay, so when did you get enough chairs to necessitate this garage that you're renting? That's a big step. Oh yeah. Um, I think I kind of got the garage before I had enough chairs to need it. Okay. Like, came, like we were still like. I think it was June when I started renting and it was like still heavy pandemic. Like, I mean, we're, this is the worst month of the pandemic yet in terms of deaths. I think. Yeah. I mean, we're still fully in it, but you know, back then a year ago we were like more scared or, and yeah. we just had a completely different relationship. True. To, yeah. Uh, which is really weird. We should unpack that. I mean, it's interesting just yeah. off mic. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to talk about our, how this is arced, but, um, I have a studio apartment, like I said before, and I have no outdoor space whatsoever. And so I was like, I'm going to go insane if I can't go hang out outside somewhere. Oh. So I kind of rented the garage just to come sit in here. <laughs> really? With the door open. Cool. In the summer? Yeah, you in got, the like, summer. basically got a patio. Yeah, and it was fun because I'd have like friends out here and we'd have like beers in the garage. And, and it's outdoor. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. And well, I mean, okay. I, I did ultimately get the coronavirus, but not from doing You got that. it already? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. God. it was the worst. It was it the was sickest. It was really bad. I got really, really sick. You're funny because I'm hearing a lot of people who are like, "Yeah, I got it." Sort of, uh, sort of get a little sick. Lost my. They didn't even lose their sense of smell or whatever. So you oh, got it bad. When I, was it? I had a really, really bad case. I really thought. I I remember telling my parents at one point I could hear the angels calling me home. No, <laughs> really. <laughs> That's how bad it was? For real? It was real? that bad. It was that bad. When was this? I, I, I saw a fork in the road. I saw that there are two there are two <laughs> roads that things could go down. And the angels come <laughs> to us, Naomi. Yeah. One was death and destruction. The other was just death. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> death and destruction on one end, chairs on the other. Chairs on the other. The chairs are like, the Naomi, stay here. We need you. <laughs> yeah, my chairs needed me. I stay alive for that. Find us a home. Yeah, I'm trying, guys. Find us a rich widow to <laughs> I know. live with. Find us a 22-year-old who just moved from Lakeview <laughs> who has no relationship to money and has no idea how... They're like a Lucille Bluth style, like how much could a banana cost? <laughs> Ten dollars? Yeah, what did Ten you say? Ten dollars? <laughs> yeah. How much, how much could cost? a chair cost? Nine hundred dollars? <laughs> <laughs> That's enough for two chairs, right? Three thousand dollars? I swear to God. And these are my best clients and I love them so much. What is the most <laughs> money you've sold a chair for? A single chair? Yeah. Um, probably my first generation Ames fiberglass shell armchairs for nine hundred dollars each. Nine hundred dollars each. Nine hundred dollars. And what'd you buy them for? 
thirty each, baby. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. <But> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it was um, it was the most erotic moment of my life. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? <laughs> I mean, what did you do that day? That day, I um, spent it fighting with people in my garage over the price of the chairs. Oh, really? <laughs> I had some dealers come by and try and. There are a lot, a lot of shady, shady actors. But the nine hundred dollar person was that like what, what is that what you asked or would you like what did you ask? I was How asking a thousand each, but because uh, they were so rare. How did you know to ask that much? I um, how did I know to ask that much? And you, how did you buy them for thirty? That's great question. All really good questions. I know, right? So I just saw them on. I, this was like sort of my first foray into the Ames fiberglass um, chair world. I'd never really been that impressed by the style, honestly. But um, I was aware that they were, again, highly collectible. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I saw a guy listing. It was like one of those like sublime moments in, in uh, um, vintage furniture selling where you see someone who's just captioned their listing chairs and you know they don't know what Ooh, they have. Yeah. You, know? you can't tell them. Yeah. Like, and, and you see the price and it's like the picture. And I'm like, I'm not going to ask that guy to like, hey, could you check what? what's under the chair can you look at the tag because then that's when they want to go look it up yeah yeah and yeah. then they'll be like hold, hold on this Ooh. isn't worth a ton of money and was he in chicago where was he he was in crystal lake where's that it's like 40 minutes to an hour north of the city okay and then how did you get how'd you get how did you get it so i drove up there and by the way i would say i'm just saying this to my boyfriend donnie <laughs> to donnie's dismay i suppose but um the guy was like, he was living in like, it wasn't a trailer, but it was like one of those sort of like, like long sort of um, houses that are like kind of made, like they're all the same model. Kind of, yeah. You know what I'm talking A modular home. This is not, I'm saying this with no judgment whatsoever. I'm just setting You're the scene describing a house. Yeah. Yeah. I Honestly, it was a beautiful area. But it's not a mansion. Their Crystal Lake was right there. I mean, it was gorgeous. You could have like your boat right there. It was really, I was thinking when I was driving up, this would be a wonderful place to live. There you go. Um, guy, I get out of the car. The guy is wearing like over like work overalls. He looks like he's been working out in the garage. Um, he just looks really rough. And I was like, okay, I don't know about this. He ends up being like so nice. Like we just had it hit it off amazingly. Nice. We just you know like sometimes you're talking to people and you're both just vibing yeah. so fucking hard. Well, during the pandemic, <laughs> during the pandemic especially too. Sometimes yeah. it's like if you have the chance to just talk to somebody, you're like. Oh, I missed this. Yeah, this is oh, good. And he was like, I don't know if it was just like we're both wearing. Oh, he wasn't wearing a mask. But like something about like pandemic, you're focusing on people's eyes a lot. Yeah. So I looked in his eyes. I'm like, this guy is so attractive. Like I really <laughs> want to fuck this guy. <laughs> okay, take that out. <laughs> okay, cut it out. Okay. <laughs> no, he was just really, there's something about his kind of confidence and calmness. And he brought the chairs out and I'm like, oh shit. I think these are those, Ames. I didn't know anything about the generations. I just knew that they were Ames fiberglass shell chairs. The and real deal. How do you know that's not, like, you didn't know at that point. It could be kind of like, you said like, like, they're all over the place now. Wayfair has those same designs. Yeah, like how did I know they were the real yeah. ones? So fiberglass is actually um, a material that you're it's illegal to um, build furniture with now okay. because it's really bad for the environment. Okay. Um, but they didn't know that back in around the mid-century, you know, right. 1950 when these chairs were being developed. So um, the original Ames chairs, like the one you're looking at here, I think even the ones in the 80s were used uh, fiberglass, although they no longer do. Um, the, you can tell if it's a fiberglass chair that it's vintage and it's likely um, if it's not Ames it's like it's valuable in its own right because okay. it's still a vintage you know designer piece okay um, and back then copyright was different as well so it's like you know if somebody was making um, like if the Ameses were making the fiberglass shell chair it wasn't as I mean, it was controversial. Somebody made the exact same chair, but these it, these guys were all working together in like design houses and stuff. So okay. it's kind of hard to trace like who's really ripping off who and gotcha. who is collaborating and whatever. So you buy that chair and you kind of like this could be good. Take yeah, it home. I was like, these are definitely um, these are definitely Ames' chairs. So I took them home. Um, I looked up the, some of the design features, like um, with chairs. I mean, this is the part that like people who don't care about chairs really check out. Sure, but like, sure. there's certain like very subtle design features that might indicate like the year and the make. And, and you found these out through this business. It wasn't like you're into it before. Yeah, I just found it out right. via doing this. So and it's like you're gonna learn it. It's easy to learn if it's gonna make you eight hundred dollars. Yeah, and and by the way, like I have like quite a few dealers who follow my Instagram. So if I post something, it immediately start getting a ton of messages. I'm like, oh shit, that's something. I I got something on my hand gotcha. here. You know, gotcha. so before I give people a price, then I'll start 
like look at like okay. okay i may be telling people too much about how i work you don't post with a price i don't post it with a price because um yeah i like there to be some flexibility yeah 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 <laughs> so what did you I think like you to were, see how things go what did you think you were going to get for these 30 dollars chairs when you first posted um, them? i thought if they were aims 300 dollars okay. each <laughs> so <laughs> oh that's so great <laughs> some of this stuff is so you know, great worth yeah, yeah right so uh, who paid 900 dollars for it and what the hell oh, did they do I, with it? I feel like I don't know. Or like wanna, what I, kind of person? Um, I would describe the guy who made the first, the, I made the first sale to, who um, I have since had the block on Instagram. Put it that way. Sure. <laughs> yep, we know what that means. Um, uh, he had sort of like a dog, the bounty hunter energy. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with chair guys. So, so what kind of guy? But like, he, <laughs> he's, is he a collector? Obviously, he wouldn't he, pay that much for um, just a chair. He has a brick and mortar in Chicago. Okay, a, a place to, that he sells. Yeah, for like vintage. a storefront. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So he's gonna make he's gonna make money. He's after, make more money after paying nine. They're worth like three thousand dollars each if they're if you fix them up right. Oh my god. Yeah. So to that's who, like I'm right? like a. Oh, there's my neighbor Stephen. Hey Stephen, how's hey, it hey. going? We're talking chairs. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You're freezing. Oh, Very go inside. Cold. Go inside. Yeah. Good to see you. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> You're a good neighbor. <laughs> You're part of the community. This is a really fun area to have a garage because I got Steven lives down the street. Steven like Steven's my neighbor. I think he's Polish. <laughs> I don't whisper Polish because it's oh. <laughs> there's anything wrong with being Polish, but just lend the listeners of God. Sure, yeah. Um and he likes to bring me like stuff. He's amazing at finding shit in alleys. Like he'll find like amazing vintage chandeliers and shit. He he just recently brought me a a leather trunk full of light bulbs. <laughs> and did he did he sell? Did you sell this stuff? Did you sell the chandelier? No. Okay. But you have it. Yeah. I you have still it. have it. I have it. Uh, but but he's awesome. Yeah. Stephen works on bikes too. So he in his garage he does bikes the way I do uh, chairs. Okay. Right. And then the guy across the street he's got like a whole photography studio. Like everybody's doing an apocalypse job. Out Logan here. Square, dude. <laughs> it's fun. Logan. Yeah. It's fun. Right. This is the new. People this is the get new it. Normal. Yeah. yeah. There's gonna be like a blacksmith down the street <laughs> yeah, soon. A, a, a butcher and a, a, a baker. A guy who saws off shotguns. <laughs> yeah. yeah sawed off shotguns. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Free. Honestly, if someone made like a homemade shotgun Instagram, you know it would be popping <laughs> off. <laughs> that shit would be popular. I've always had a passion for shotguns, but it's time for me to take it professionally. I just read that there is an... I was... Yesterday, this is what I Googled. I was like, what's the most fucked up country on earth? Just trying to make me feel better about Oh, like our on. country. I was like, it can't be us, right? Gotcha, Please don't gotcha. say the United States. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, bitch. You're the so one. I read, no shade on Papua New Guinea. It sounds like a gorgeous country. And You're I so nice to every country and <laughs> person in the world. You're like concerned that Papua New Guineans are going to be like, hey. I don't want to start any sort of like international friction. I, I really respect <laughs> yeah. that. Thank you very much. But um, I read that it's... Um, quite a dangerous place which by the way the united states is too game recognized game you know like we're in this together <laughs> where's papua new guinea where is that papua new guinea is in it's a part of an archipelago archipelago but i can't tell you i no, just can't i think it's actually near somewhat near indonesia okay yeah that sounds right um but What's going yeah, on Yeah, they make homemade guns. It's really popular to make homemade, homemade guns. guns. They make homemade Artisanal. Gun. And I was looking at these photos of these guns, and they're literally made out of, like, mud sometimes, like, reeds. And I, I don't mean to make it sound so primitive. Like, they have, like, metal. And stuff, right, yeah. But it's, like, just the, it's, it's so brilliant that they're able to, like, yeah. fashion A gun. functional shotguns <laughs> for literally materials that they, like, pull out of their backyard. It's, like, <laughs> unbelievable. The, they also, I read that... um. During World War II, there are quite a few planes flying over Papua New Guinea, and they're so remote that, I mean, now it's probably different. I'm sure they know about airplanes in yep. Papua New Guinea, but um, they, like, didn't know about airplanes. They saw these airplanes going overhead, and they built, like, proportional, like, perfect models of these like World War II fighter planes out of mud and straw and and grass and and they are you need to look these up the Papua New Guinea because they they started some of the tribes started worshiping them of you course know wouldn't you yeah unbelievable absolutely wouldn't you oh if you, I mean, my like, fucking just god empathize with that for a second that, yeah like, you are working hard to make a little hut and then you see a what the fuck? metal bird fly overhead like making a lot of noise metal bird. yeah. 
I, it would have been the most surreal, bizarre experience. Of course they of thought course. they were gods. So they built, the, but the, the, their ability to build these planes, like recreate them, they saw them in the sky from far away. They build exact replica planes out of fucking mud. I gotta they are see so this. unbelievable. You need to look them up. The Papua New Guinea plane statues. Papa, Papa, please. Is there a Mama New Guinea? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Mama New Guinea or are you on your own? I have to get that own? in there. <laughs> 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 yeah, God, that's, there's a lot going on on this little marble. On this y'all. little blue dot. You should interview some of the Papua New Guinea plane people. If I could get podcast. my van to Papua New Guinea, you I drive. would be there. Yeah. There's a bridge. There's a ferry and a bridge. It's a, <laughs> A lot of traffic and there's tolls. I got the easy pass. It's gonna suck. And there's the homemade shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the so. exact same shit with homemade shotguns. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly. At this Wait, point. we talk about the face chair. Mm. We are both. We are both. Um, do you have an ADHD diagnosis? Yeah. Because I do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, totally. This is a, this is a huge problem. At least for a I've podcast. got the prescription. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to you about this guy. Okay. That is. Uh, a John Risley style face chair. Now, I'm really careful to say style because this is something that is huge in the chair industry is um, controversy around like authenticity or like the question of like yeah. originality of a piece. When do you can when can you say definitively that a piece is a designer piece? And when must you say that it is in the style of or attributed to? Right. Or, uh, you know, like this language really matters. And and I have, this is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way, unfortunately, (laughs) many times over. There are legal ramifications. Yeah, no, I mean, there really, well, there aren't because my whole business is illegal. But, you know, once you legitimize, there are legal legal ramifications. There would be if you were at a legal business, which you don't. Like, um, to illustrate, like I had a set of six, actually, MR uh, Mies van der cantilever dining chairs that we were talking about earlier. Yep. and the the I I can't believe I found this set. I bought them for two hundred dollars for six, and I sold them for um, three thousand five hundred dollars for the six. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Naomi, we love it. We love this. And that was a good price, by I'm just because I God. gave them a good price. <laughs> uh, but this was a spectacular set. And um, I bought it from a church in Iowa. I had to drive to Iowa. Who cares? Who yeah. cares? I was having the time of my fucking. I, I was I was like euphoric. The Is whole your time. car big enough? Um, what do you get? What do you got? Rav four guys, you get, get twenty seventeen Rav fours. All you need to do this kind of work. <laughs> <laughs> they're wonderful cars. You can do it. You can and do they're it. Reliable, um, but yeah, it, it was un, it it was like one of those like this is never gonna happen again. <laughs> like right. like I just happen to be getting lucky now, and like I didn't even really know how much they were worth when I drove. I would have taken. I would have done it for six hundred bucks. Are you yeah. shopping every day? Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the the boards every day. How often do you buy? A couple times a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go. You, this is like a thing you do all the time. Always. Like yesterday you were busy all day. Or was it a chair? What is it? Chair business? Yeah. What yesterday I had some drop-offs because I'll deliver for a fee. Nice. <laughs> I just, for a fee. For a fee. Done. For a small fee. <laughs> and um, a lot of the time I'll I'll spend the day meeting people here to show them stuff. Yeah. I don't work that hard. I want to be clear. <laughs> I have a lot of free time. <laughs> But yeah, they'll come but I here. I do do it. Yeah. They, can, they can pick up the chair here. Or they could, like, I'll use it as, like, a showroom. Kind nice. of. Especially in the summer, it's fun because I can, like, bring everything out and set it up. Yeah. And, yeah. What is the rent in the garage, if, I, if you don't mind me asking? I pay 150 for my half. That's great. That's Logan's For half the garage. Hell yeah. That's right? great. I mean, when you're coming from New York, it probably sounds amazing. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And even if you had a car, like, that's a great parking i mean like yeah, you're using bad. it for so much more but people spend way more than that for parking in new york for yeah. like a parking garage or a parking lot i can't imagine having like a garage in new york it must be 400 bucks a month depends something. where it is but yeah yeah i park mean slope. if it's in the yeah park slope <laughs> where yeah. did you oh, what neighborhood Oh, in bushwick yeah it was no, it was not, was no trees small apartment. it was small did you ever, <laughs> did you ever go did you ever I go have oh. Your apartment. oh nice it was it's such an interesting shape it's like a candy cane not great, <laughs> yeah, it's not, great. not an ideal shape for an apartment we had a great <laughs> deal i mean with four of us there we end up paying like six something wow yeah in a you're three probably bedroom. paying the cheapest rent in the entire neighborhood. i was I, I like when you talk to your friends and you ask and you have the lowest i love that oh you must have in chicago i would lose to some co- comedians who lived like in avondale and logan three hundred dollars three hundred dollars yeah yeah hate you. yeah um i was paying like six i was happy with that and i had a good apartment but in new york i'm paying that for a bad apartment yeah, yeah. but like it's not 
bad. It's, it's not, not bad. There's, there's nothing actively bad about it. Yeah. It's really close to the train. Honestly, no, no light. Having had cockroaches now, okay, I'm like outing myself as someone who's had cockroaches in a building. But hey, I've had them and bed bugs. So. Have you? Yeah. Well, Go I was on. gonna say maybe you feel the same way. Like, I'll, if a building doesn't have cockroaches, it's good with me. I don't care what it looks <laughs> like. I don't care what. I don't care if the water doesn't work. I don't care. It's a good building. <laughs> no, yeah. no bedrooms, no bathrooms. <laughs> the, honestly, it's like if they don't have roaches, it's because the landlord is good enough to respond to. When you have roaches, they send an exterminator. So, like, we had, like, light roaches where it's, like, we have some. Were they some the big ones or the small ones? Small. Small, okay. Um, uh, but when they're small, there's more of them. Anyway, yeah. The um, German ones, I think they're called the German roaches. I've done yeah. some research. They, um, <laughs> and you can't, and you can't uh, try to appease them and just give them a small amount of your they're apartment. They're food motivated. They'll take the whole thing. Yeah, they are. <laughs> the, the big ones are water motivated. And Germans are, yeah, Germans take over, yeah, Germans take over a space, as we know. They, yeah. they, they like to march in and just take your space. That's that's bad. I'm really sorry. I, I have such a cockroach phobia now. I'm I actually, la just last night, I really think they broke my fucking brain because I had the big ones in yeah. actually the same building I'm in now. I moved to the top floor to get away with from them. <laughs> that's how psycho and stupid I am. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> my landlord is like, just move to the top floor. Yeah. They don't go up there. And I'm like, are you sure? Did They did. They, they did. didn't, though. And I oh, love great. I My building is like so dilapidated, but like it's also very charming and cheap. So it's like, hey. eh. Chicago's <laughs> great. You can get, you can get. I mean, like it's so, compared to New York that you can get such good deals and such. Oh, good the housing. Apartments. There's so much housing stock here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think it's you'd nice. live here again? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah, I love it here. Quick. All my friends are here. I mean, because I've thought about it. Yeah. I like, I like, I like coming here, and all my friends are here, and it's awesome. Like, um, it's nice to be able to see them, and like, uh, I forget now traveling the new cities, and it's like it's fun to be in a city, but it's really fun to be in a city where you know people. Yeah. It's like. 30 times more fun. Oh, bingo. It's so lonely to travel. Yeah, I, exactly. And you're alone. Travel? I'm alone, yeah. Until I, until I get some girl to just sit in the front seat with me and be my uh, van wife. Uh, van, we'll see. There's got to be a Van life, van wife. Yeah. Yeah. I was just watching a documentary on uh, mail order brides, and apparently that's a real thing. No that's way. a real option. Maybe I'll do it. I can deliver because I have- girls are hot. And really? Nice. The guys are the problem. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> the girls are just trying to get a fucking green card. Women are great. Yeah, women <laughs> yeah. are the best. They're like so hot. And like half these girls look like- Angelina Jolie. <laughs> These guys look like fucking blobs, <laughs> and then they're like, "What's going? Why doesn't she love me?" Well, because like men want like a concubine, like like men want like a men want to like kind of like uh, that sounds so gross. I mean, no, but it's this true. Is, these are the facts on the ground. Yeah, they yeah <laughs> they want they like they want to have like a, a weird sense of ownership over you. The women are probably just like looking for they're looking for a green card. They want an business. anchor baby. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they boy. call them anchor babies. They do call they call them anchor babies. Yeah, they, these girls right. are smart. They're just like I'm gonna find some weird like chud <laughs> start it and start it america yeah right yeah just start. like divorce his ass right. and then go live my fucking hot girl hot girl summer life i'm doing hot girl shit like marrying yeah. and like they have an accent here makes them 20 times hotter of course at home it's not an accent that's just how everyone's out nice <laughs> i just right. realized that they just up yeah they come here and they just up hotness like five times five times, five times. Yeah. it's like i lived in new zealand um right after college and i was like this the way I sound, you guys could hear me. Not not a plus. <laughs> it's, it's not like a point to my is corner. It, in the like, is it Long Island? Right? No, Where I'm from, from here. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Highland Park. Why do you talk that way? I don't know. Well, I, I think I'm doing Island, like though. I'm doing an accent. <laughs> like like Hilaria Trump. Or uh, Hilaria Yeah, Obama. yeah, yeah. Did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is yeah. that not the craziest thing you've ever it's heard crazy, in your fucking yeah. Wait. No, no. People are Baldwin. not talking Baldwin. about Baldwin. You called her Trump. I meant Baldwin. Hil yeah, Hilaria Baldwin. The, to me, they're all the yeah. same person. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the same, two sides of the same coin. <laughs> okay, wait, but you're from... You're fucking accent from the... the, the when she, people like, fake Alan accents. Baldwin just learned that. They've been married for 15 years. People fake accents, yeah. Okay, uh, Terrence accents is are, like Italian. Accents are... <laughs> we find out Terrence is fucking <laughs> Croatian. <laughs> I talk. I learned to talk this way on the news. I just watched how news guys talk, and that's how I like talk. A very now. news anchory voice. They have. I like. I like having non-regional diction. People from. I'm from upstate New York, where mm -hmm. people are talk. They all talk like this. Sarah, come downstairs. Stop. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh a nasally. God. They sound like Midwestern, right? Yeah. There's a little bit of that because of the, there was like a uh, the great. It's called a Great Lakes accent by some people because it used to be the Great Lakes was the real the real thoroughfare. And then that, that like Buffalo and Detroit were a lot closer then than they are now because they're that the the channel the the Great Lakes acted as sort of a 
shipping channel. And so, oh, that's so interesting. And that was kind of like a like a, the highway of so the Midwest. So like literally trans. The, the accent would be trans. Well, yeah, body. because people, yeah, people would be working with people who, from Detroit. People would be interacting with people from like the Midwest and whatever. And then that they move along that sort of. I've uh, always thing. wondered. I've also I was literally just having this conversation because I was saying. Why do I sound? I mean, Donnie, we're talking about it because Donnie, my boyfriend's also Jewish. She's from an Orthodox family, grew up in West oh, Rogers wow. Park, and um, we were just marveling at how, like, you you can always hear a, a Jewish person. Yeah, <laughs> you always Isn't that know. Funny? Yeah, and I think maybe that's what you're hearing. Like, there's just, maybe like, the yeah. Long, there's so many Jews living in Long Island. There's so many Jews <laughs> living in. Um, the mid, like me and Sarah Sherman. Why do we sound this? Yes, same? yes. You know, like when we are doing impressions of our like family, it's very similar. Yes, yes. So and it's because it's it's just cultural. I mean, it's like it's like when you're around people. Like I just was I was I was just I'm staying with John Gasper. Uh-huh. And he talks very fast. He's like, I love it, Terry. Oh, I love so it. fast. Love it. So good, so good. Oh, and that's a good that's a good John love Gasper. It. Oh, we're gonna have a great time. <laughs> oh my god, eh, it's gonna be great. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. And uh, when I'm with him, I end up talking. You the same him. way, yeah, yeah. yeah. You end up mirroring; it's natural. This is I. I find this so interesting to like look at where people pick up their sort of like what has influenced people's like like manner of speaking yeah. because, you know, it's our parents to an extent, but it's yeah. also like, you know, we see this in comedy definitely how there's a, there are certain rhythms of talking that become endemic. Oh yeah, you know, and it's I, this isn't to put blame on it. I mean, I think it's perfectly natural social behavior. It's the most human, human thing in the world. It's empathetic. Like the, exactly. when you just said that you mirror the way people talk around you, I think that's an empathetic move. Well, it's me. It's mirror. Yeah, mirror. There's mirror neurons in your brain. Or whatever. And, and with this podcast, is interesting because I can just look back to back and be like, I'm just not talking the same way to these two people. Because it's one on one, and yeah. as you get into it, you get you follow their. You want to like make people comfortable and meet people where they're at, and and me, spe- I'm like way into that. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, you're fine, I'm fine, we're fine, we're fine. So it's like, okay. what's your real personality? Are you just doing a nail? I have no idea. <laughs> that is the journey is to figure that out. I wish I could tell you. Via this, you're gonna. I find, wish I could tell you. You're gonna answer this podcast attempts to answer the question: Who is Terrence? Who is Terrence <laughs> yeah, that would be that's great. Like the theme it's of about me. Yeah, that's ideal. That's Why what you not? really Our want. Whole, like I. This really bothers me when someone's like, oh, I'm such a narcissist. I'm just always thinking about myself. I'm like, duh, you're, you're, like, what are you going to do? Think about, from my perspective, we fucking don't think about me. But I know, yes. You know? But, like, uh, I think what they're saying is, like, I uh, am failing to fight the overwhelming (laughs) tendency to make this about me. Whereas, like, you should at least be fighting that sure. impulse. But there's also, I think, a difference between making something about yourself and just thinking about it from your standpoint. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, we're allowed to, like, experience things from our own standpoint. Yes. You should, I mean, we you don't should, have a choice. You should forgive yourself for some light <laughs> narcissism because you are, like, how could you not be the main character of your story? Of course. It would be so odd if it was somebody else. Also, like, have you ever dated someone who makes you the main character? Like, you want them to be, like, you don't want people in your life to make... True. Whoa. I have never thought about it like that, where it's like, uh, where it's like clearly the things that you're doing are a big event in their day. I'm always turned off by that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, um, claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you want space and you, and we respect and, and admire people, I think, who are, have real mastery over their own world. Absolutely. Um, yeah, true. And, and that takes some, yeah, you do have to look at yourself in order to get that. You have to be like, you have to think about yourself. You you have to work on yourself. You yeah. have to. You have to work it's on not yourself. narcissistic. Otherwise, you're to work exhausting on to be around. Oh my god! Or like, and we know so many people who are like that because <laughs> of comedy. And like, I'm not saying we're like outside of it, but you know, we could also talk about it. Talking Absolutely. is the f- first step of healing. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> true. Well, you're like, like you, yeah. You first you say you're gonna go to the gym, and then eventually you're at the gym. You know? Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, supposedly. When the virus is well, yeah. expunged. Are you going to keep <laughs> expunged? <laughs> Speaking of which, how do you say your last name? Spungen? Spungen. Spungen, damn. Yeah. There's no, two ways to guess. Spungen. It's spelled Spungen. Spungen. It's a bad, bad hard name. G. Is we hard G. Like the, <laughs> the name is terrible on the ear. <laughs> Spungen. Spungen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Terrible like a fungus year. and a pungent <laughs> sponge. A pungent. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Spungen. Uh... What do you want to do with this business? Are you going to keep it going if you uh, get a real job? I uh, don't know. I, is there like is the country going to be here tomorrow? Yeah, you're What's right. What's going to happen? I I still I'm still in the habit of asking people about their plans, and then halfway through the answer, I'm like, 
I'm sorry for asking you about the place. <laughs> yeah. I don't know and you don't know. And it's just out of, honestly, it's just out of habit. No, but it's it's worthwhile to uh, ask myself these questions. But it's like so <laughs> contingent on so many factors that are out of your control. I, I do know a couple things. I think that like via the pandemic, I've I've learned at least that like I really want to be in Chicago. Uh-huh. I really love living here, and my parents are here, and I I you know it's it's real, and my brother's here, and it, it, that's just one sibling now. My sister's in L.A., but everyone else is here. Nice. Um. So like that's really nice, and so it's almost like I'm kind of learning that if I don't know what I want to do professionally, if I can at least have, if there are clear, if I have any clarity around the other things in my life I want, maybe I can build out from those. Like if I'm yeah. going to be in Chicago, build out a career path from that kernel of knowledge. That's or cool. That's good. Yeah. So that's kind of my plan is just to try and be very honest with myself, <laughs> which is a process. You know, I think we have, we're not used to being really honest yeah. with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the pandemic has made a lot of people have to be honest with themselves. Yeah. yeah, and the people who aren't being honest with themselves still, it's like, bro. Bro. <laughs> Gotta if be not, honest with yourself. If not now, when? I mean, yeah, you really should do, go for it. And, yeah. like, you know, we no one has perfect – none of us are working with perfect information. We can't see the future, and, you know, we're – we don't – we know what we know, so we make the best decisions with – the knowledge we have at any given time and then we adapt as we get new information we learn about ourselves learn about other people circumstances happen that yeah. you know guide our path and whatever that's, that's good. chairs that's, baby that's cha- that's, the, that's, the, that's the, just the chair biz that's just the chair that's biz, just chair biz that's baby. what it's all about <laughs> it's about life love um, papua new guinea would i miss any i'm trying to think about any chair things that i'm uh yeah you're gonna keep going with this you're making decent money it's under the table. It's under the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's under the chair. Are you going to have to? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what? Chairs, they're always under the table. Oh, chairs. It's what's under for the table. It's what's under, <laughs> under for it's table. It's what's for dinner. Under, <laughs> under your butt, under the chair, between. That's the under the business. Okay. I think that's the official chair slogan and verbatim that's we're now. Going <laughs> and that's that. New chair bio. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh what are you gonna do for taxes? Do you know? Well, um, I'm going to probably file as an independent contractor. <laughs> You're gonna have to get this shit in, involved in taxes I a little mean, bit. I don't. I mean, can a tax accountant help me figure out if I'm going to be in trouble if I don't? Do, I exactly. Mean, contact me. I have no fucking idea. Exactly. Please help right. Me. But you could probably write. You could write off like the garage rent and stuff like that. You could write off anything that you use. Maybe mm. even your car and gas or whatever. Interesting. Anyway. Interesting. Um, so I, I wish I had kept that. such uh, close tabs on my. Experience. Fuck Listen, that. I'm just kind of living, and I'm kind of. I'm absolutely there. on the same page as you. I totally understand, and I think yeah, I think it's. I'm it. just in it for the chairs, man. I love chairs. <laughs> That's that. And what's the handle of the chair Instagram? Naomi sells chairs, unfortunately. That's pretty good, though. Unfortunately, it's not part of it. But you don't have any... (laughs) Naomi sells chairs. Unfortunately, it's just what you think. Unfortunately. 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 (laughs) Naomi sells chairs. I should have made it that. (laughs) N-A-O-M-I. Yep. Sells, spelled the way the word goes. Yep. And chairs. Spelled the way the word goes. Yeah, chairs, the original spelling. What kind of chairs do you have in your home now? I've got two brewer chairs. Wait, we talked about with the wicker. Um, not wicker. Or the cane. One are the armchair style, so that's actually okay. called the Gavina. Um, I've got two Gavina um, uh, brewer Gavina armchairs upholstered. One in black leather and one in forest green leather. It's a long story. Cool. Yeah, and nice. uh, I also have a uh, Abe's Plycraft lounge chair reproduction. Um, you could get them on Amazon for $600. Sorry, I know Amazon's bad, but that's a good fucking deal. <laughs> the chair is comfortable. <laughs> so do with that information what you want. <laughs> nice. And then I have a um, Peter Hoyt sling chair that I got from an auction in New Carlisle, Indiana, which I absolutely adore. Nice. Um, and that's it. So you save, you save the best shit for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best stash, yeah. I got that fucking good shit. Uh, um, well, yeah. Is there anything else you want? Is there anyone want to like let them know about before we wrap up? Yeah, uh, the pandemic is a plan, man. <laughs> <laughs> Q knows all. No, pandemic. I'm just kidding. That was a pandemic. Um, just that. Um, Jesus saves. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, no, I don't know. I I hope everyone's well. 
And please buy some chairs. Buy chairs. Naomi, Naomi sells chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Naomi sells chairs. I do be selling chairs. She be selling them. All right. Thanks a lot for doing this. Yeah. My pleasure. This was so fun. Good. Yeah, wasn't it? That was a really smooth out. Wow. Thank you to Naomi. How interesting is that? Who knew? Who knew the thing that you have your butt on right now could be rich in history? Uh, could be awash in design and and be a part of the world's design history. So thank you to Chairs for sponsoring this podcast. And thank you to Naomi. Obviously check out at Naomi Sells Chairs if you're in the Chicago area. Or if you're not, it's just kind of fun to see uh, pictures of these kind of beautiful pieces of design. I've grown in appreciation for them just talking to her. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Uh, our logo, of course, designed by Rudy Schultz, very talented guy. Hire him to do graphic design. And uh, the theme song was by our very own Steve Gerard. Steve Gerard, obviously, as I've mentioned before, the band Crown Blue, um, along with Lucia Whalen and Jenna Gephardt, Friends All, very good band, very interesting kind of music. Check it out on Spotify, wherever you get music. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Bye-bye.